This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, what's happening in San Diego? Kicking off a, a big old sports weekend right here. The Friday get-together. Gwen and Chris on San Diego's number one sports talk station. 97.3 The Fan. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and even Matt Scraby, all together in our Odyssey Palace studios. I have to be careful how I uh, how I relate to Scraby today, oh. Tony. Uh, I just finished up the one-and-a-half-hour <laughs> company-mandated harassment video. And um, I don't know. I was going through some of the segments. And I'm thinking maybe I harass Scraby a little too much. Every single day. I don't know. That's the conclusion you came to, huh? Well, I said maybe. Maybe. And I and I'm kinda just, you know, I'm on the I'm on alert right now. I'm yeah. on super alert after spending my entire morning practically. An hour and a half is your practically your entire morning when it's when it's doing something company mandated <laughs> such as that. Uh, I would say uh it's not that black and white. I think you you live you live in the gray. <laughs> I live in the gray. <laughs> you live in the gray. That's a good point. Scraby leaves a thick area of gray for you. Yeah, to, and he to, gives me a lot of at. reason to have yeah, to yeah, harass him. He does. Him. He does. I mean, I, you know, you have to you have to protect yourself first he, of all. He gets his shots in, and it's and just he, sneakier. You don't you don't see him coming. Uh, hold certain. on, guys. I'm recording all of this for my proof later on. <laughs> you're going to go to. Uh, yes. You're going to go to can management. Guys, yes. Can you repeat all of this, please? You're going to go to management because you're uh, you're having trouble sleeping at night. Oh, totally, and, uh, totally, totally. Having trouble focusing during the work. It might day have because... to do with the serial killer stuff that no, you like to no, watch. No, 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 no. Last night I woke up in a in a cold sweat and I cold said, sweat. I was like, that question was right, Chris. <laughs> That's what I just yelled. <laughs> Too much stress heaped upon me. By the criticism from my coworker Chris Ello, yeah, I, I could see you going into management with that, Scraby. Perhaps you could, uh, perhaps you could double your salary. You, you need to play the siren, is what you should have played right there. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you in work jail. Anybody, anybody out there knows exactly what I'm talking about. If you work for a company out there, you've taken the uh, company mandated harassment training video. Yeah, I would like to meet somebody who puts those videos together. And I'd basically like to wring their neck, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, I think this we have, the I understand that we have to what do the it. video's for. I, I know what the video's supposed to be for. I'm just, I, I don't know anybody who enjoys going through the pain of that 90 minutes of, uh, of tutelage, as it were. All right, Scraby, I'll try to be nicer to you. We'll see if that holds up for much longer than 
five minutes. We got a uh, jam-packed program today. Let me uh, give you a little uh, taste of what's coming up on the show. Uh, Bryce Miller is going to kick it all off. The uh, fine uh, columnist for the San Diego Union Tribune. He was at the national championship uh, disaster. Uh, the Georgia TCU game also was the uh, the columnist who broke the story that the Padres would not have any interest in Trevor Bauer. So lots of different ways we can go with Bryce Miller. He'll be on the program here in the 2 o'clock hour. 3 o'clock hour will include uh, not only the Daily Gambit, but our preview of the AFC playoff games, facts and figures from the AFC playoff matchups that uh, only we will give to you. That'll come up in the 3 o'clock hour, along with the Friday Countdown which in honor of Monday night's game is going to be a countdown of the top five sports blowouts in Mm. history. So that's coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. 4 o'clock hour, Chris first, the fans will kick things off there, and then we'll have our NFC playoff preview, also the Big Five. And in the 5 o'clock hour, we look forward to it all week. It is our NFL playoff pick'em, and uh, that'll be coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. So we have a lot to get done, Tony. Not a lot of time to do it all. Juan Soto... And the Padres agreeing today on a one-year, $23 million contract. He avoids arbitration. And I have to be honest with you, I don't really totally understand what this is all about. Josh Hader also uh, agreeing to a $14.1 million contract. So what, what, what does this mean? I mean, I, I don't was Juan Soto was not going anywhere. I, I thought that they just had to work out a deal with him over the next couple of years to extend him beyond his current deal. So you 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 have to take six years in in the big leagues in order to become a free agent. Okay. In between the zero and six, there's a area called arbitration eligible. Yes. It is really the first time uh, a young player can get a substantial is eligible to get a substantial okay. pay raise all right and so uh Juan Soto was in his second year of arbitration and mm-hmm. um as opposed to going to arbitration where an arbiter gets to decide what the number is each side will put in what ah. they believe is the number and you know usually you meet in the middle it's probably what happened here had they not you go to arbitration you present your case and you know, it can get a little messy when you have to go to arbitration because Juan Soto talks about how great he is, and then the Padres have to talk about how not so great he why is. Why he shouldn't get? Why he shouldn't get for. what he's asking for, and that that puts you in a messy situation. So all of that is avoided. Yes, but there was really no concern that Juan Soto he wasn't was going, going to be in a Padre uniform this year. He was going to be in a Padre uniform. It could have been at thirty. It could have been at twenty. Okay. And up at 24. Ends up at uh, 23. And I don't know if it was 30 or if it was 20. Right, as right. A, I know what you're but, saying. But, you know, that's... that's All right. So that's, it just makes it official. Everybody's happy, I think, and it's a lot less messy than it could have and been. And now you can... I mean, if the two sides wish, they've, they've removed, you know, the um, kind of interference that could prevent a long-term deal from happening. Now he's got this year locked down at $24 million. Now if they decide they want to explore an extension now they can do that without this kind of hanging over their head all right we mentioned that josh Hader also uh, agreed to a deal without going to arbitration 14.1 million just flashed across the bottom of the screen i'm looking at tony that uh, jake cronenworth and trent grisham were also yes. able to avoid arbitration Jake's so, going to get about 
four, almost yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Pretty good for Jay Cronenworth. Absolutely. I mean, you talk about a young player. I mean, he's only really in his, what, third full season yeah. coming up? Yeah, this is his first year of arbitration. So, so he went from making, I think, whatever the league minimum, somewhere around 500. Yes, he was a poor, There's hopeless soul <laughs> wandering the streets after each and every home game. It just, it just, it highlights that yes. that first big chance to make a, a substantial right. difference. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, the, the 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 thing that's good about all this is there there there's nobody who's feeling some type of way about something. Yeah. Usually, everybody's happy when the sides agree to a contract and avoid the arbitration. You see a lot less of that nowadays. You see a lot less bickering over dollar figures in arbitration. Yeah. At least you don't, you don't hear about it as much. All right. Well, I, I think the reason probably, Tony, is because they're talking about such large contract numbers. In these cases. Back in the, back in the day, you know, arbitration, one guy might say, I think I'm worth $2 million. And the team would say, "Oh, we think you're worth about forty thousand, and that would be yeah, a reason big, to go to an arbiter right. to decide." That's a big because that's a big big gap. But the gap probably isn't as big as it used to be. No. Uh, all right. So Padres and Juan Soto are set for now, um, and uh, you know we're going to talk to Bryce Miller about this. I, I I think we need to get into it with him because you know we keep getting people calling this show, writing this show. Texting this show, emailing this show, whatever it is they do, complaining that the Padres have not done enough this offseason. Yeah, we heard that. We heard and, that. And we've heard that, uh, in my mind, far too much from fans who really have no right to be frustrated with this franchise. Um, I got another tweet last night from somebody who was commenting on something you and I said, I think, yesterday or the day before. And it, it basically was that. Like, how can you guys stick up for A.J. Preller? How can you stick up for this team? When they have this hole and that hole and the other hole, and they're hoping for a miracle over here, and they don't have any relief pitching, and they're short on starting pitching, I, I it's not that we're trying to stick up for A.J. Preller. I think we're looking at this from an honest point of view, that the Padres are going to come into the season as one of the best teams in Major League Baseball. Are they going to be perfect? Are they going to have a Cy Young Award winner or an MVP at every single position? Of course they're not. But nobody else is either. I, I mean, the premise that they're short um, compared to where they were last year, I, I'm having a hard time seeing that. Now, yeah. if you're saying you, you want more than what you had last year, which is fair, okay, but I, I don't know that that makes it a bad offseason. Just, that's just, or a disappointing offseason, or, or whatever it is that you dislike about it. It's tough to say that it was anything but. Good. I mean, if you're complaining about that, you you must have a relationship with Scraby because that's the only thing I can. I think didn't of. even complain. I about that. That's Come right. On. You of all people, <laughs> like geez, have not even complained about the Padre complainers or yeah. like anonymous yesterday from Padres pen pals. Yeah, he was all upset about everything, or he or she was all upset about everything. It's anonymous it's said right. lackluster. AJ Preller. That was the word. Yeah, that was lackluster. Yeah. Would you take uh, this? Has come up again here, and, and we talked about it maybe a week and a half ago, but uh, Pablo Lopez, Miami Marlins. Buster only writing today that uh, the Marlins signing Johnny Cueto maybe makes it more possible that the Marlins might have a pitcher to deal. Pablo Lopez might be that deal. Is Hassan Kim Pablo Lopez so the Padres get another starting pitcher? Is that something you would be interested in? Yes. 
You would be. Yeah. Okay. I would be. All right. Pablo Lopez is, I mean. He's solid. He's, he's real solid. But so is it, Hassan but Kim. Here's, here's, here's the thing, though, right? You're not adding to a quote-unquote shortcoming, and that's it. You're removing some depth. Right. To get to, to address that quote-unquote shortcoming. Yes, so, I think there's some people who feel, well, you could put Matt Carpenter at second base. I mean, I, I, I now all of a sudden you don't seem to – or Matt Carpenter at first base and grown. Jake Cronenworth at second base. And, you know, you've got your shortstop, of course, uh, in, in Bogarts. Um, but I, I, I think you need the depth – in your everyday lineup just as much as you need Let's, the depth in your rotation. And the fact that the Padres have so many superstars has not it, given them the the ability yet, the freedom, to address some of that depth. The, so where the, do you want it, it? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Clevenger, who else uh, out of this pitchers? Manaya. 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 Um, They're out. Pierce Johnson. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are the three that are out. Yeah. You, you brought back Nick Martinez. You add... Seth Lugo. Right. You brought back Suarez. You brought back Suarez. Um, and so there's an argument you made that you still have one more starter. Right. But that's all dependent on not knowing what how Nick Martinez is going to be used, how Lugo's going to be used. Not knowing how good Adrian Mortajon might be this Where year. Where he's going to go, right? Yeah. Uh, you really had... I mean, and listen, it was, a, it was a source of strength for the Padres last year, right? I think we'd all agree... The pitching as it was last year. And, you know, there was a lot of complaints about Manaya. There was a lot of complaints about Clevenger. But they... they <laughs> there, there really they, were a lot of complaints. There, there was. There and was at, a lot of complaints about Blake Snell, too. And let's at, let's and listen, be straight about at, it. At times, it was warranted. But the end game was that they helped you get through 162 games so that when you got to the playoffs, you had a bullpen that was fresh and you could piece it together. Now... I guess that sentiment in terms of the starting pitching comes from maybe the experience you had in the the national championship series where it seemed like you ended up one short. Um, Does Pablo Lopez address that? Yeah. Yeah, But, again, you're now losing a dude who was extremely productive for you on the offensive side last year. And I know you got Cruz and you got Carpenter and you got Bogarts. But Hassan Kim was a big piece of that. He's so a pretty important you're, piece. You're basically you're, you're weighing. If you're the Padres, you're weighing is is the benefit enough to over outweigh what you lose from Kim? Yeah, and that's well, the question. We will see uh, if and uh, if at all the Padres, uh, you know, take a little more, a closer look at that deal, and uh, I'm sure we may hear more about that. As we move along here over the next couple of weeks, we'll ask Bryce Miller his thoughts on that as well. All right, uh, program is underway uh, for a Friday. It's the day before the uh, wild card, I should say super wild card weekend. So we're going to have plenty of NFL coverage for you coming up on the program. We'll get you ready for the playoff games. San Diego State basketball set to host New Mexico tomorrow. uh, Down at Viejas Arena, 6 o'clock start. The Aztecs have moved up to number 6 in the latest bracketology that I'm looking at, according to Joe Lenardi. You know, it's interesting how you go up, and then you lose a game, and you drop down to the 9 or 10 spot. Then you win four or five in a row, and all of a sudden you're back up looking pretty at number 6. So uh, we'll uh, talk some San Diego State basketball as well. The NFL All-Pro teams are out. We'll kick those around. And uh, some late-breaking uh, NFL playoff news for you as well. 
the Miami Dolphins not only are without their starting quarterback, they're going to be without their starting running back just for fun tomorrow. We'll, we'll discuss that and all the rest of the NFL news and notes. Gwen and Chris getting underway for a Friday. Glad you're with us. Stay around. It's a good show today until 6 o'clock on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. <laughs> 2.22, Friday afternoon, taking you to the weekend. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby, talking some NFL. And it didn't take long. Uh, Sean McVay uh, has decided the booth is not... Uh, not for him. Not for him, right? Not at yet, this point, anyway. At this point, yeah. Yes. He will return after a, taking a, a very little amount of time to mull his future, he's decided to return. Yes, I believe he came home uh, early from work one day and his wife said, get out of here, get back to work. We don't need you around here. I mean, I, you know, look, Sean McVay is a coach, and, and I think he needs to coach. And I, and I think he realized something that Scraby said, which was the timing is not going to be good for him to step away right now. A year after winning the Super Bowl and then win five games and make it look like you're kind of running away from a – from a from a negative situation, stay in there and fight and turn it back around. And I think Sean McVay is up for that challenge. So yeah, so that would prove Scraby's point wrong. Who was th- saying that he was, right, it was Scraby's going point, to but run? He ended up not running right. from it. I, I, right. No, I was asking a question. I oh. didn't say it was going to happen. <laughs> I, I was asking a question, guys. I wasn't predicting. You that. were you were saying that Sean McVay was a little baby, <laughs> basically. I, that's exactly what you said. In fact, I believe you asked a big five question along. That's lines. what I'm saying. Hey guys, is well, Sean McVay I didn't say a hey baby? Guys. See, this I did we, not say what, that either. What we know about Scrape is you could always tell his feelings in a Big Five because the question it's very is, leading. Is, is leading. Yes. Well, you know, I just saw Sean McVay on a uh, Campbell's Chunky Soup commercial, and so he probably can't give up that, right? So that's why he's staying. There's just like little well, broadcasters can do commercials, it's like too. this little envious, like kind of tone to Scraby's voice when he's talking about... Look, understand what team and what division exactly. they play in yeah. that Sean exactly. McVay coaches. I know. 100%. And Scraby, who hates the Seahawks, hates the Rams, hates the Cardinals, yeah. and that is understandable as a 
Well, I bet up tomorrow about this time, Scraby's going to be in a panic. Oh, Seahawks gosh. are I'd 17. I, I would actually love, Scraby, if you live-streamed uh, your, um, just you watching the game. We don't even, you don't even put the phone on the game. You can just leave it on you. How throughout. did this yes. happen? I would love to see the real emotion of you. I don't want to see it because no, I don't if the 49ers score a touchdown, it's going to be something like, yeah, but I, yes, I knew it was so freaking good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, I think it's even better if, if they fall behind. Down. Yes, if they get behind, then you got to then you got to turn on the video. <laughs> if, if they, they get, get behind, behind, you got to turn on the if video. If they get behind, I will do like a, a, a Instagram live real quick. But, but it's got you got to let it. You got to let it. You, you got to let, let it marinate. You, you got to let it marinate a while. You can't. You can't just give us a little a little clip. We got to see the whole thing. I want to see you sitting there, <laughs> getting more and more frustrated. Now, as what about you? Now, what about you, Mr. Now, Dolphin? Chances... I've already given up my game. <laughs> right, I hate yeah. to tell you, I've already I've already cashed that. Game in. I'll just be watching for fun. Now the chances of it happening, we both understand that it's yeah, very. It's not, it's, it's not likely. Which would make it all better if it yes, was actually true. a threat through three and a half quarters or yes, something like true. that. It's always uh, a threat. And in the you playoffs. know what? I want you to understand one thing out there for all of the people who think that all I do is you know harass Scraby and root against Scraby. Do you remember what the first phone call you received last year? After the 49ers I barely don't. hung on to beat the Cowboys ah, in the first I round do. of the playoffs, who called you and said, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm, I'm assuming it's win. you, but I don't remember. It, it was being me. The it first definitely call. It was, was me. I called to make sure that you were, you know, hanging in there because that game was a tough one to sweat out. Oh yes, it was. And I was there for you at the very all right, end. All right, I will. So for I will. All of the so for all of the you know the notion out there that I'm anti Scraby. Facts. 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 <laughs> okay, Big so facts. once a year he checked on me, and now all of a sudden he's the greatest How many times have you checked on me? Never. I, I texted you a couple times like, Ooh. hey, how, how's it going? When, when, when you were sick, I texted, and you were like, I'm not sick. And <laughs> even though you said you weren't sick, you were sick. Um, on another note, Chargers. Mm. We talked a little bit about this. And it has probably gone as bad as it possibly could. They deserve to lose the game (laughs) just because of this. Uh, Mike Williams, uh, one of the Chargers' best offensive weapons, is not going to play. Not only is he not going to (gasps) play this week, but should they win, he won't play next week. Or the the next week. Or the next week. (gasps) All because uh, he was in a game that didn't matter. I've never seen anyone ever do that! Well, now you have. I've seen some others do it, but... Chargers, it's just a very Charger-like thing to have So happen. Charger-like. Yeah, Brandon Staley played him last week against Denver. He was hurt, and now they find out that he's got a uh, non-surgical fracture in yeah, his back. It, it says the initial x-ray on Williams was negative, and a first MRI also appeared negative. However, Isn't that also Charger-like, that they would get the wrong MRI result? <laughs> However, Williams was not progressing. And as expected on an initial diagnosis of a back contusion, leading to an additional MRI and the fracture diagnosis, it is very um, Charger-like. And and uh, they got some quotes here from Brandon State. He said, it's difficult to decide who plays and who doesn't, who's more valuable than the rest. Uh, what are you? Tr- what you are trying to do is set a standard for your program about how you you do things, and this is what I believed in, and it didn't want, and I didn't want anybody to get hurt, and in, in regardless of their status, 
Because everybody is important. I mean, that sounds like something Boy, you say. Boy, is that a bunch of malarkey <laughs> right there. How about just saying that, you know what, maybe I, I shouldn't, shouldn't have played, played my starters. Yeah. You know, admit How it, about face up if, to it. This is, this is a learning experience for myself. For everybody. I will, I will, I will do better moving forward. I, I will certainly keep this in consideration as I make decisions. I mean, that is such coach roster. speak right there. You're trying to set a standard for your program, so, regardless so, of their status. Everybody's important. You messed up, man. Right. You totally messed right. up, and that's like saying that's like saying you know, and uh, you know, that's like saying the the backup quarterback is as important as the starting quarterback. Like that's, just not. that's that's that's. It's just not true. Well, here's how important Mike Williams is. He and Keenan Allen played together in only four games this year. Chargers were four and zero in those games, and they could have had them both out there tomorrow. And uh, four complete games because they did play together for a while last weekend as well and lost. Yeah. Out of all guys to play, I would think Mike Williams would be the one I was most cautious he- about because he's been injured a lot in his career. Yeah. And Tony's headphones just <laughs> snapped out of. He just was, unplugged his. Headphones. I was I was getting too handsy and I just like slapped the <laughs> whole cord out of my ear. But yeah, no, hundred percent. Like those two guys, him and Keenan Allen. Honestly, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't have been in the game at all. No, nor should Austin Eckler. Oh yeah, I mean he didn't right. or Justin Herbert. Herbert. But Thankfully, there is no way they should be taking a chance with Herbert or Austin Eckler, and um, you know this this I, I don't know that it cost them the game. But it is so Charger-like, I, I, and it's a negative thing in the clubhouse. i got to believe right. somewhere somebody is turning to another guy going, why was he playing last week? They, why were we, all of us playing last week? Right. I, especially a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in a bit, is trying to get back there. And especially if you go down and you lose this first game, and you, you feel like you're losing it without your best guys in the field. And look, I know it's football. Guys are hurt all the time. But this one... Was within your control. This was season. avoidable. Yeah, for sure. This was definitely avoidable. Uh, I mentioned Dolphins. Uh, uh, Who's going to play Mostert. quarterback for him, man? They haven't even announced it yet. What's that? And who's going to play quarterback? No, not him. Not him. They either. officially named their quarterback today. Yeah, huh? they did. Skylar Thompson is going to start. I, I'm still thinking. I got, here, I just want to let you know it. Some point in this show. I think I got some good news for you, man. You do? I do. Wow. Right. I got well, some good, good news for you, or at least something you could. Maybe hang on to as you go into this tough matchup. All right. Something I can hang my hat on? Yeah, possibly. All right. Well, I appreciate that. But uh, Raheem Mostert will not be running the Wildcat tomorrow for that the was, Dolphins. That was what you That's thought. That's my idea is to play Wildcat and do something crazy and try to win the game that way. But Mostert's uh, been ruled out of the game now with a broken thumb. So uh, just another uh, another uh, big black mark on Miami's chances in that game on Sunday. And the Baltimore Ravens still haven't named a quarterback yeah. for their game against Cincinnati on Sunday night, whether it's going to be Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown. Um, you know it's not going to be. Gonna be Lamar Jackson, right. not because of anything the Ravens have told us, only because of what Lamar Jackson has told us. <laughs> well, he told us first, and yeah. then they said he was out shortly thereafter. John Harbaugh keeps saying, we'll let you know. We'll, let you, we'll, we'll see when the time comes. You know, look, if you can hang on to that, so be it. Right. I mean, I I don't know. I'm where not mad rule... at him for hanging on to yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know where the rules say you have to actually, you know, I mean, Skylar Thompson, why did Miami have to announce that? I mean, it, it's not going to matter, but I'm just saying, 
If you have a little bit of a question in the other team's mind, it can only be beneficial. Well, the, the, the Dolphins are they're a little bit, yeah. they got into some trouble with the whole Tua thing earlier. So I, I think they're a little gun Mike shy. Mike McDaniel's of, trying to be, a, make sure be on the good side. Be this on the time. good side this time because he got they got hit pretty hard for yeah. their handling of it. So you're right. All right, uh, let's get to break. Sit. Four hours with you guys until we get into the weekend. Bryce Miller will join us next, San Diego Union-Tribune. He wrote about Bauer not coming here uh, and also had an article today about USD. Let's uh, get into it when we return. We're going to Chris on the way. Welcome back to the program. 2.38 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and that other guy, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios, being nothing but delightful to you today, Scraby. No harassment of Scraby on this Friday. Uh, Joining the program... (laughs) Waiting for the harassment after you say that. No, I'm trying to keep from harassing. I spent the morning uh, doing the company-mandated harassment video training. It's a so, long one. Oh, it was lengthy. How did you do on the quizzes? Not very good. Yeah. Because, honestly, I hardly paid attention he to the... said, yeah. <laughs> they had some hard questions. Well, they, they, they're hard if you don't pay attention to the training, which Even I if I paid attention, a whole lot of. And it's still difficult. Yeah. Bryce Miller joins us from the San Diego <laughs> Union-Tribune, and it's always a pleasure to talk with Bryce... You ever done one of those uh, company-mandated training videos, Bryce? Takes like your entire weekend? Yeah, we just did one. Like you guys just ago, did one, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun. I, huh? I, the, the, the question I wanted to ask, is that no harassing Scraby apply to me, too? Am I a part of that? No, no, no not at you're all. You're not. No. You're not a part of that. It only, applies to, it only applies to people who took the training today. The Odyssey training. <laughs> so I, can't, you're, I can't control people outside Odyssey. You're, you're safe, Bryce. Okay. Uh, well, Bryce, I'm not supposed to harass anybody at my place either. So. Yeah, do your best. Uh, when, you got here, when you got here, we still had an NFL team, and I, I was just thinking it would be a lot of fun if we still yeah. had an NFL team because – Tony and I were just discussing the Chargers have done such a Charger-like thing here by letting Mike Williams play last week, and now he's out for the playoff game. How often do you miss not being able to write fun stuff about the NFL? (laughs) Well, I don't. I really don't miss it at all, but it's completely selfish um, because the NFL, the access is is you know so restricted, and you know you got the same four cameras and six people with tape recorders and standing around Philip Rivers locker, dicing up the same six quotes and trying to all provide something unique out of that. Um, it's just, I've always preferred baseball. You know, you've got clubhouse access before and after games, you can get one-on-ones, you can talk to people, you can have conversations that have substance, uh, which selfishly is, uh, helps everyone do the job better. So I just, I miss all the trimmings that weren't good trimmings related to the NFL. Fair enough. Bryce, you um, last week um, were really the first one to kind of dive into the whole Trevor Bauer situation as he mm-hmm. as news broke that he was uh, he was going to be released. Um, you 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 seem pretty confident in, in your article that it wasn't going to happen here. Uh, I guess the question is, what made you so confident? 
Well, I, I had a graph in the column that said it. I talked to somebody who absolutely knew uh, whether or not that would happen, and it wasn't going to happen. It was a non-starter. Um, it was a fact when I wrote the column. I, I wrote opinion around that fact, but um, it, 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 it was just one of those things we wanted to check in and see what the temperature was in the front office in, in terms of Bauer. I mean, on one hand, um, you know, I, it's, it's borderline funny to think that the Padres could have thrown Bauer against the Dodgers as the Dodgers pay, you know, 22 million plus for him. <laughs> yeah. If they were beating, beating the Dodgers with Bauer, who the Dodgers paid for, but there, but uh, there's nothing funny about all the other aspects of right. why he's in the situation and why this discussion is complicated for some people and a no-brainer for others. Um, the the rea- got a ton of reaction. I, I know it got on our website. You know, I think in the first I don't know how many hours, you know, close to twenty thousand people read wow. it. Uh, yeah, it was a it, what what it told me. It, it wasn't the quality of writing. We could start there, but it was. Topically, it's it's something a lot of people wondered about. Or, you know, you know what were the options across baseball? But but here for us in this market, it was would the Padres ever consider him? And they didn't, and they won't. Bryce Miller is with us from the San Diego Union Tribune. And Bryce, uh, let's stay with the Padres for a second. Tony and I have been a little—I I don't want to say surprised because we deal with the with the public at large on a daily basis, as do you, folks who read your uh, columns. But I'm a little surprised at the fact that there's there's a, a faction at least out there of people who seem to think that the Padres off season has been what was the word Scraby? What was the word that my man they, used? What did they just, in the Padres pen pals? Yeah. Lackluster. lackluster, lackluster, and it's been a lackluster off season for the Padres. And I, I don't know, maybe you feel similar, but it, Tony and I are looking at this roster and we're saying, you know, my goodness, you've got you added Xander Bogarts. Uh, who's one of the huge names in the free agent market. Uh, you've lost some players. Uh, maybe the depth isn't quite what it was at the end of last season, at the beginning of this season, but the star power that the San Diego Padre team has should seemingly delight people out there. Do you get the sense that people are delighted and they're just not coming to our program? Or do you honestly think that there's there's any reason that people should be disappointed at what the Padres have not done since the end of last year? Well, there's no doubt that the reason they're not coming to the program is that jerk uh, Scraby. Oh, that's a promo. I don't know if that qualifies as harassment, um, but. You know, I don't get it. Uh, I got some of that feeling from some fans, too, but you never – it's really hard to get – like, Twitter's the worst engaging. Yeah. Is it a vocal minority? Is this really the pulse of things across the fan base? You never quite know. Um, but but my personal thought is it's almost like people both underestimate and forget that they signed Robert Suarez and Nick Martinez. Right. It, I mean, right at the beginning, start there. I think the average fan is probably thinking – Oh, they were on the team last year. They're on the team next year. That's a net zero. Well, there was no guarantee they were coming back. They had to extend and spend a lot of money on Robert Suarez uh, because we saw in the playoffs what his potential is, what his ceiling might be. Um, but they had to go out and spend that money and do that work. There was no guarantee those guys were coming back. Uh, almost One of the biggest surprises of the offseason, they went out and got Bogarts. 
Um, they got Seth Lugo. They they balanced righty lefty DH bats with Carpenter and, and Nelson Cruz. Even though Carpenter can hit lefties, but it, you know if this is you know what it looks like heading into the season, that gives them options and balance. Um, you know it lengthens the lineup. Um, you know if they only got Zach Xander Bogarts in this offseason, I think it's just you know a fairly successful offseason because you're clearly better because of him. But they're better because they got Robert Suarez back. They're probably better because they got Nick Martinez back. Between Carpenter and Cruz, one guy doesn't have to carry all the water. Uh, right. You've, you've doubled your opportunities. You've given yourself lineup options. You've, you've, you've added depth there. Seth Lugo, who knows if he's a four or five guy in the rotation. Can he be consistent? Can he pitch enough innings? We don't know, but he probably helps. Um, so I don't I don't get it. I thought they I thought they did a lot in this offseason. And the other thing is I don't think you can, you know, what more effort do people want out of Preller in the front office when they went out and tried to get Trey Turner and yeah. according to reports Aaron Judge, the effort and the spend was there. Um and what they did get, I think they got better in a lot of ways. So no, I don't get that perception at all. Bryce Miller joins us here, San Diego Union Tribune on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. And Bryce, I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. Matter of fact, I don't know. This might be the first ever on the show. You wrote a column today about uh, USD and their basketball program. Yeah. He's Steve. not kidding. He refuses to talk about the Toreros most days. <laughs> Steve Lavin yeah. taking over at, takes over at the helm there. Um, new launch, obviously. Uh, Steve Lamb has done some some pretty big things in college basketball, trying to get this USD program back on the right track. Just talk a little bit about um, his hiring, where this uh, program is at as we speak, and where it plans to go. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I wrote about him, did a big takeout when he was when they uh, when they signed him, um, did something before the season, and you know, kind of mid season point, I wanted to check in with him. They were eight and ten at the point he and I talked after BYU, but they're nine and ten after they beat Pepperdine. Um, it's just a huge lift, and I just think he's a fascinating story to kind of continue to follow because he's been to the NCAA tournament eight times. You know, he's been to the Elite Eight. He's coached in two Power Five conferences, UCLA and St. John's, and it's just one of those where. Um, he, and then in between those two job stops, he had seven years on national TV as an analyst. Right. Uh, so he knows every, he's succeeded at the top levels in this country. He knows every coach in the game because of the TV time. And he ends up at USD, ends up in the West Coast Conference, which is interesting to me because once you get past Gonzaga and many seasons St. Mary's and some seasons San Francisco, it kind of falls off the cliff in terms of national uh, knowledge of that league. I mean, it's it's just that he took the job that he wanted to try to build a winner here. They haven't been to the NCAA tournament since 2008. They've got one NCAA tournament win in the history of the program. Um, it's a big climb ahead of him. Um, but as he told me, they they brought in 12 new players in the first 12 weeks. He thinks next spring and summer they can bring in seven to nine more players. It's a complete overhaul in the first year and a half in terms of what they'll look like, you know, with personnel and, and go from there. They got a lot of transfers. They got a Stanford guy. They've got an Oregon guy. He's really in these earliest stages of trying to fit those pieces together. But if he can find a way to win here, if they're patient enough with him and if he can put the right pieces together, 
they haven't been able to ever do that consistently uh, at USD, although they've had some high points. Uh, and, and can he be the guy, a national name, to do it? This is for you, Tony. Did you mention to Steve Lavin that uh, the last time the Aztecs won an NCAA tournament game, he was the coach on the other sidelines? <laughs> oh, that's that's nice. That's nice. I just threw that in for you, Tony, a little pro-Aztec comment. Uh, Bryce Miller is with us from the San Diego Union-Tribune. Bryce, how is the national championship drubbing? Georgia and Fanta- TCU. Fantastic. Was it, just, it was, was it everything you cracked up to be? I mean... I, my biggest question is whether or not a TCU loss makes it bad for the little guy out there because the perception is that the little guy just can't compete. Yeah, maybe a little. This was a, a time that really – it's funny to say the little guy coming from the Big 12, but I get your point because that's 100% the perception. Yeah. It's not even about conferences in some cases. It's about what's your resume been. Are you in that bigger conversation? And TCU absolutely wasn't. They, they had a losing record the year before. Um, so they were a good story, but I think you're, you're right about the little guy conversation. People hope they could compete being that game and they absolutely weren't, you know, after it was 10, seven, it was over very, very quickly. The only reason I said it was fantastic again, uh, just another element of this interview where I explain how selfish I am. Um, but <laughs> when you can start writing a game on deadline in the first quarter and you, yeah. you know, you're not going to have to sc- <laughs> scrap and destroy it, you know, at, 9:30 at night, and when you uh, know that whatever you're writing, you can be done basically framing things by the third quarter. That's a perfect night. Um, but yeah, that's it was interesting to me the head-to-head too. You know, Stetson Bennett was you know Heisman finalist, and and so was uh, Max Duggan, and clearly that was Bennett's night. Uh, he was he looked incredible the entire game. So if you kept watching, you were watching to just see the level that he was playing at. You, you weren't watching because there was drama because that was gone almost immediately. Bryce, last one for me before we let you get out of here and we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to the Padres. Um, obviously st- still possible moves out there. It, it sounds like uh, Hassan Kim may be a, a target of some teams, uh, do you think the Padres, do you think A.J. Preller gets something done else done before we get to spring training? Or or do you think he kind of sees where these pieces fit and then make a move accordingly? Yeah, you just can't rule out him. You know, the gear is still turning. You know, he, he uses every minute on the shot clock, every second on the shot clock to make that team better, or at least in his mind, try to make that team better. Remember how late the signings of you know Machado and Hosmer. You're, you're basically we're at spring training at that point. Peoria was already up and running, um, so he he goes he goes wire to wire in terms of trying to look at every angle. Um, you know it's interesting. The names you hear the most are you know Hassan Kim, Jake Cronenworth. I I can't imagine they would do something where they would lose both those guys. But yeah, absolutely, they're looking at every combination possible because that's how his mind works. Um, so just his kind of relentlessness and past big signings that came, you know, in the spring, you know, as, you know, heading to the spring uh, when Peoria was up and running, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's still another move coming. Bryce Miller. Probably, probably, from... probably related to pitching. Yeah. 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 I think you're right if that happens at all. Bryce, thanks so much for the time and thanks so much for your uh, 
your crack on Scraby. That was uh, that made my day. That'll last us at least a month. It, it will. We'll be going over <laughs> yeah. that uh, for a while. Uh, we appreciate you coming on, as always. Always fun to read your stuff in the paper, which I do every morning when you write. And, uh, yes, I am one of the, the proud that still gets the paper every single day. And I, part of the reason is because of you. So thanks, Bryce. Appreciate well, it. Yeah, you're the man. And both of you, I, you have my absolute uh, respect that you – you know, day after day, I'll again, deal with that jerk scrape. <laughs> I knew that. I knew it. I knew it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Thanks, yeah, Bryce. All right, it. guys. Yeah. Good yeah. move by Bryce Miller. We, he, he talked about how selfish he was. He might have just been saying that so that Scraby doesn't call him ever again to come on the show. You never know. I, uh, I think he enjoys coming on the show. He does enjoy coming on the show, and we enjoy having him. So, uh, Fun to have Bryce uh, to wrap up our first hour together. Hour number two includes a daily gambit and our uh, close-up look at the AFC wild card uh, matchups. Uh, we'll have some of that for you. Also coming up in the 3 o'clock hour is our Friday countdown, which is going to focus on the top five sports blowouts of all time. So a lot coming your way. Stick around for all that. Bryce Miller, very fun, very informative. And uh, I'm going to break, even though we're not time. I was yet just to break, about so to say. I'm trying to stretch out my sentence uh, as long as just, I possibly can. Just Save a, money the just, right way. Oh, I could say that. Yes. Uh, Bryce Miller was brought to us by the. Uh, the uh, Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. You can save money the right way. That's where Scraby was coming from there. Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. I think it's important for us to remind everybody. Yes. With the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we do have a new overtime rule. Oh, yes, There we was do. a lot of complaining last year after the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Was it the Buffalo Bills ended up losing because... They let Patrick Mahomes get the ball first, or they yeah, won the got co- a touchdown. Yeah, touchdown. Yeah, now if you get a touchdown, the other team gets a chance to match. So, so then, then after, so then after, they match. right? So then after this year, we'll be complaining about them being allowed to match in the game. Just I mean, at going. some point, you've got to end the game. You can't just keep matching all day long. Oh we'll man! All right, uh, more playoff coverage, daily gambit stuff. Gwen and Chris, hour number two next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 